Hello, everyone. Welcome back to your favorite video game podcast. I am your host this week, Matthew Anderson. With me, as always, Kenny Myers. And this is the Chips and Bits podcast. podcast. Since it's uh, in no way possible for me to do a worse intro than Kenny did last time. Oh, God, it was terrible. I'm just going to leave it there and we'll jump right into it. This week, we're going to be talking about... You didn't, wait, you're not going to leave me a cold open? Yep. Oh, fucking yeah. great. That's what you get. <laughs> then fine. I'm not going to put in no cold open, and you're going to listen to it and be like, where's the cold open? And I'm going to be like, this is what you fucking wanted. You deal with this. Mm-hmm. Signed your potty mouth co-host. <laughs> so this uh, month, we're going to be talking about Uncharted 4. Woo! The fourth Uncharted. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually like the fifth, because there was yeah. one for the Vita, I think. Was there really? This is a PSP. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that. There was a fifth. There, yeah, yeah. Different okay. plot, different characters, but... So un- Uncharted, Uncharted Aww, 4.5. Wait, do you hear that? What? What is it? There's my dog whining. That sounded more like uh, like uh, bath toys rolling around on the floor or something. I don't know what you're talking about. This is like Dolby Digital oh, sir, the sir. Atmos. <laughs> Atmos. Uh, yeah, so we're talking about Uncharted 4, which is uh, a game in one of our... I wouldn't say one of our favorite franchises, but it's a... Uh, it's a good franchise that we like. I would say a game in one of our, what would have been potentially favorite franchise until Uncharted. No, because Uncharted 1 wasn't really that good either. Uncharted 1 was pretty good. They were good. just enjoyable. They were really enjoyable. Uncharted 2 was really good. Maybe our breeziest. Maybe, you know, they're sort of our like Jack Johnson of franchises. Mm. You know, I, I mean, that type of thing. It's like something you just really enjoy, but you're not like Jack Johnson defines who I am as a person. Okay. Yeah. So where where, where does this one... Uh, fit for you at least for first portion of the review where does it fit for you in the uncharted series so my uncharted series stacking order mm-hmm. would be uncharted 2 mm-hmm. uncharted uh one mm-hmm. and then uncharted 4 and then uncharted 3 so we have the exact same stack oh good yep that's good mm-hmm. and you know i think uncharted 1 actually gets moved a little up on the stack because it was the first experience which is important to like a game's impact on you Correct. I think if I was to put gaps in the stack, the gaps would be between one and three. Well, I already know what you reviewed this because you're a fucking idiot who reviewed it on the PlayStation Store. Well, that doesn't mean as much. You got four out of five. I know Matt's ranking systems. I've We've had discussions about your ranking systems. We've literally done a gaming podcast for like five years. Okay. And then we only okay, have three so seasons. If, if I gave it a three out of five, what would that mean? That would mean you thought it was okay. Yeah. Three out of five is good. Yeah. So four out of five is better than good. Great. No, it's not great. Five is great. Well, no, uh, great. Sorry, that's translated to American from Canadian. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. four is great and then five is amazing? A five would be excellent. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, then it's a three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't rate I forgot something. about your... I forgot about the... <laughs> there's the currency exchange and then there's the rating system exchange between... Because Canadians don't want to exclaim too much less... Unless they give away. Hey. Yeah. Hey, hey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, it would have been a three and a, three and a half. But since you can only rate things on PlayStation 3 or 4, right. I think maybe it's even a 3.6. So I, you know, I rounded up. There was a good 10 chapters where I thought, okay. The first 10 the chapters? First ten chap- the first 10 chapters. The weird part about this game is like the last 10 chapters are an amazing Uncharted game. Interesting, because I, I almost felt like the first nine chapters were pretty bad. And then chapters 10 through 20 were somewhere between great and amazing. Yeah. And then the last one 
two and three were kind of like whatever. Right. Yeah. I I enjoyed the sword fight at the end though. The sword it, fight was fine, but that wasn't the end. That was the one chapter. Uh, no, then that was, was chapter twenty two. Then there was the epilogue. Right. And then there was no. I, I don't remember. Who cares? I do because I just beat it last okay. night. So All chapter right. twenty two is pretty much solely getting on the treasure boat that you've been looking for and, and doing sword, sword fight. fighting with the last boss. Yeah. And that was which re- was surprisingly hard. Really hard. Yeah. Which was what made it enjoyable instead of stupid mm-hmm. because it actually required you to. Instead of memorize a pattern, respond to the character on screen, yeah. which eventually was pattern memorization, yeah. but it, they changed it up enough. Yeah. Um, I think the thing right off the bat, I mean, while we're talking about the first chapters, which were really hard to get through, um, that, that caught me off guard and that I really just didn't like about this game was the, the one thing that you'd come to expect from Uncharted 4, even if, even if everything about it sucked... You could always count on um, the spectacle. The, the, yeah, like the the outlandishness of 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 things, specifically the dialogue, um, how campy some of the interaction was between the characters. Hilarious, actually. Um, yeah, and that's kind of how you'd come to build these relationships with all the different characters, and most of them, you know, most of the characters when you start the game. Right. And yet, almost all of that, in my opinion, got thrown out the window when the game started. It was much more serious. Yeah. Um, and it had this really well thought out and crafted story, which was good. I mean, the story was interesting. It was compelling. I was like, wow, this is this is a much better story than any other Uncharted it game. It is a much better story. But I don't care because <laughs> I really want the cool, fun stuff. Like, you know what was funny? I don't know if you recall this tiny game that Naughty Dog released. It was kind of an okay game called The Last of Us um, hmm, a couple of years ago. Doesn't familiar. It's not as memorable as a game like Bioshock Infinite, but no. it's, a, it's, it's a good one. Okay. Uh, you should try it. If you if you're interested, what was it called again? Uh, the Last of Us. Okay, yeah, I'll give it a try. Uh, but when I was playing The Last of Us, there's we did a podcast about it too. I don't know if you remember that because really? it was kind of not very memorable. Huh. I do not recall that, uh, except for I remember a giraffe for some reason. Anyway, the the problem I had with The Last of Us is that I felt like I was playing Uncharted, and now the problem I have with Uncharted is that I felt like <laughs> I was playing The Last of Us. <laughs> like I can no longer separate. Like to me. <laughs> The fact that it ended with uh, Drake's daughter mm-hmm. and The Last of Us starts with uh, the main character's daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's there. They are. They are specifically drawing a parallel to that game. Like, there's no that was very intentional, but it's very weird. And it just like it's like that's a genre now. It's just like Naughty Dog action adventure games. Mm. I didn't uh, I didn't get the daughter and the girl connection point, but I, I do see. Um, I do see your relation to the fact that the first, the first nine chapters in Uncharted feel a lot more like the, something like The Last of Us, right. where it's more methodical, story-driven. You're walking around, yeah, you're, and you're observing very beautiful things. And they're setting, they're they're, they're developing a lot of things very slowly. You know, all of these things that eventually, I'm sure, once it got really to, well written character relationships. Yeah, I mean, they're really well written. That's yeah, the and, problem. And well written, not just in the sense that like. You know, I think the the dialogue is clever and it's believable, but really well written from the stance of they were very uh, complicated. And more specifically, not all of the things that that go on between um, Drake and his brother in this game are uh, nice. Right? Uh, they're they're not. You know, they're, they're they're flawed individuals, and I think that sometimes, especially in these types of games, those can be the more difficult characters to try and deliver something entertaining right. with. Right. So, yeah, it's not to say they didn't do a good job. They did a great job. 
it just threw me off guard and it went on for so long that I was like, when is this going to feel like uncharted? Like I'm kind of, kind of bored. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but then, then chapter nine or chapter 10 comes, I can't remember which one it was. And all of a sudden you're in an uncharted game. And it was amazing. Kind of. There's like a, a car chase, and then from there, there's a motorcycle chase, and so then that's there's a not plane chapter. chase. Chapter 10 is, I think, uh, I think it's chapter 11 when the actual... So, I think Uncharted 4 is worth playing through just for that car chase, for yeah, that car it's, sequence. it's really good. I was blown away, which Uncharted 3 never really... Like, it, there were fun set pieces, but it never really, like blew me away i never thought like i can't believe i'm doing this right now which is what two's th- premise was really good about like when you're fighting in the building that's falling yeah. back like that was incredible like yeah. i can't believe i'm doing this and then uncharted 4 you get to this big huge set piece it's huge yeah it's like a like an hour long playthrough of driving d- through this um down this village mm-hmm while this car's chasing you and going through, you have many options. You're not just given one path, yep. which is different from the other Uncharted games. And then ending up on this Indiana Jones style, like <laughs> tank hopping. Yeah. There's no tank, but you're jumping from cars to cars. And it was, it was so fun. Yeah. I thought to myself, man, I wish they made a game just of, of like this. Yeah. Um, although obviously the novelty would wear off. So, so to, to caveat that though, it's not just how how well orchestrated that scene is that for me all of a sudden made it uncharted again. It's that everything up until then was very believable. And to me, it kind of like that kind of dumbed down the experience for me because part of what made the previous uncharted games fun were just like how much you have to buy into this, yeah, you're just this normal dude but you can do all this crazy stuff. Right. And in the car chase scene like you can't really jump from car to car that no. far while going a hundred miles an hour with no. motorbikes around you firing rockets at you, you know, so all of a sudden it was like, yeah, this is awesome. Um, it was so, so fun. That's what I felt was missing from yeah. the rest of the game. And so it's one thing if it's a, it's a game where the, the gameplay mechanics and everything ahead of that and or after that yeah. are really subdued on purpose. And then there's that, they're building up to that one thing. And so you're like, oh, okay, I get it. That, yeah. that was, that was the thing they were leading up to. But there are other things other than that car chase after the car chase that are just as cool and like super uncharted and very fun. Yeah, this game had the best puzzles out of yeah, the uncharted good. games. Yeah. And in particular, they had the ones that weren't like uh my favorite I think was the captain puzzle cuz you kind of had to use your brain mm-hmm. uh to, there's a there's a puzzle where essentially it's a wheel of all these different captains. Oh man, and the mythology I'm, I'm so excited. This was my, out of all the games this game had the coolest and most interesting mythology uh, in Uncharted. Like the pirate captains and the secret thing. It yeah. was fascinating. Yeah, because it's just real. Again, it's just real enough that you're like, oh, neat. Yeah. But then they all the stuff that they cover underneath the realism is all the stuff that you, just, you can just make up whatever right. you want. I mean, the puzzles aren't very real because they involve incredibly complex <laughs> mechanics that not available to Never could have been built. Yeah, in the, the yeah. <laughs> 17th century. Um, but it was... Uh, it was phenomenal. Like the puzzles were so good, and um, and so this one puzzle, you essentially have to look at portraits, and each sort of series of puzzles, you unlock a room of portraits. You search for something, which were actually difficult to find on some of them. Yeah, and then you use those to solve uh, 
essentially like a clock mechanism for each, a yeah. rotation mechanism. You need to set these stones or these pieces in a certain order. Well, you had to correlate a photo of a pirate with a symbol and then correlate that symbol to like this pictogram puzzle where you rotated things into place. Right, where all a... the symbols connected by yep. these points. And it was just really fun. Yeah. It was frustrating enough where it was like, ah, this stupid puzzle. Uh, it was really fun. Uh and and there was a, there was another puzzle that was really good too. And I don't remember playing. I just wish there were more puzzles in the first ten chapters like that. Yeah, yeah, it was good. But there wasn't. Nope. What else? You know what else uh, really bothered me was when you were trying to fucking fight people on that elevator being lifted up, and you kept dying. No, that didn't happen to me. I died all the time in Uncharted Four. You were playing on hard. Yeah. Oh, I guess you're just good at that stuff now. Yeah. Yeah, I died so much in Uncharted 4. No, I was going to talk about how you know, another one of those things that unfortunately Naughty Dog has programmed me to expect is for me to pick up an Uncharted game and experience the next generation of graphics of whatever like you know, the PlayStation can can do. And I picked up Uncharted 4 and it was like, yeah, this looks like what I would expect. Uh, everything was either outside in the dark or in tunnels or in a jail or somewhere boring and i just i just had no idea that the graphics were impressive at all yeah and then halfway through the game you like go outside into the jungle oh and my you're like God. holy shit this beautiful. looks amazing I, it was so hard to believe i mean because we're pc gamer snobs now that something could yeah. look that beautiful on the playstation 4 yeah so that part was weird because i you know it, I mean, I get, it blew my mind Again, when I saw it. Again, it was the first 10 chapters, and then you get to this gorgeous island. Yeah. And there's a really dumb driving thing. You know, yeah. they did this the, thing <laughs> They did this thing that I want to talk about. Like, they opened it up like it was a like a Far Cry game. Yeah, semi-open like world, yeah. But there's no reward or anything interesting for finding the trinkets. And they're usually things like a bottle. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's like, oh, hey, a vase. Yeah. And there's not really any context like in Tomb Raider they do a really good job of. This face was in the you know, Ming Dynasty and it's really fascinating. And then in this game they were just like you get a vase and you unlock bonuses and the bonuses are always shitty. Yeah, it's funny to think of just how simple um It's like fuck you concept art. I don't want to look at you on a video game. Yeah. I want to see you printed in someone's room, you know? At a bare minimum you know the the Tomb Raider mechanic. Uh, at least uh, Lara will will say something or talk over the thing that she's found and give you some sort of thing that she experience. Thinks. Yeah, It'll give you experience She'll to upgrade. Be like, oh, this is a dirty pot. Yeah, well, you know, hey, you know, at least I just discovered that Lara thinks it's a dirty pot. You know, uh, but instead you just pick it up and go bloom. Yeah, and then you look at it and you're like, I don't give a shit. Why would I keep? Why would I drive and explore this area? Like you open it up, which is great. It's beautiful. It, uh -huh. You know, it feels natural. Yeah. But I'm not going to drive outside the lines. Right. There's no purpose to it. Yeah. It's so, that's another thing that it was, it was funny where I felt, to your point, I felt like the, this is the most open an Uncharted game has ever felt. Right. You could climb, you have lots of climbing options, which was yep. interesting yep. and good in a lot so of cases. So that part was good. When you yeah. got into like the closed quarters, you know, uh, cliff jumping or jungle fighting or whatever that right. was. It opened up combat quite a bit. Yeah, totally. Um, and that, so that was cool. But yeah, the navigating made it feel like, I can't remember a time where I thought, oh man, I wish I could just go back to the kind of like uncharted on rails. Cause yeah. you know, I didn't care. That, that didn't bother me before. I never, yeah. in, in none of the previous uncharted games did I think if only this wasn't a scripted, right. You know, that was part of the fun. It was, it was really well scripted. Uh, beyond that, did you ever just get fucking lost looking for oh, the next? Oh, all the time. Especially, all the time. 
in the last couple of chapters, once oh, you yeah. picked up what's her fuck, the, what's her name? The Elisa, 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 what, Ellie? Ellie, yeah. Yeah. Um just driving. Wait, I think Ellie's the girl from The Last of Us. No. Uh I don't know what her name is. Yeah. She's great though. And she's well written. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, you just drive all over the place. I got so lost until these, finally you get the ding. Yeah, it's just like, these, hey, Nathan, come hills. over here and look at this thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the worst. Yeah, whenever whenever the end, because they, they do this really great way of moving the game forward where the NPCs will actually be intelligent people and be like, why don't you try it? Hey, this looks like it'll move or something like that when mm-hmm. you're searching for a thing. I really always loved that about Uncharted. But it's also like the you're stupid notification. It's yeah. just like... Or we designed this poorly. It's yeah. just like there were certain points where they literally would show me a hint of the waypoint and I had to use it because I had no clue where to go. And that mud fucking level was yeah, the worst this one. This was the worst by far. Yeah. Yeah. Um the the part that bothered me about the end as well was that you know you you'd just been experiencing this amazing roller coaster ride that was uncharted. And they throw quite a few um plot twists and weird things that you know, they, they throw out a couple red herrings and you're like, oh, I think it's going to be that. And then yeah. it's kind of that, but it's different. And yeah. you're like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. And they throw you in quite a few different loops. And I thought they did a really good job at that. Mm-hmm. But again, they'd spent 18 chapters building up this very complicated relationship specifically between Drake and his brother. So that as the story unfolds, you're, it's really believable and it's painful. And, you know, they're making these bad, questionable decisions and doing right. weird stuff. Uh, and then, you know, his wife finds out that he lied to her. And there's this really believable scene where she shows up unannounced and he, like, yeah. she found him. Cause she's smart as shit. Yeah. She's just, yeah. Yeah. And they have this, you know, passive aggressive kind of fight in front of the, and then she ends up leaving and he doesn't go out. And it was like really well done and kind of like strained. And I was like, wow, that was crazy. And then after all that, after all the building and the really good character development and all that stuff, then she just like shows up to save him. Like a cliche action movie, and right? It, like she just just was following him around the whole time and didn't act, wasn't mad, and didn't leave. And you were like, ugh, right? Uh, and then that whole part with her navigating around was just one of the most boring. It was just like she, now she's just back here, and there's no description. We're just like we're on an m- adventure together and whatever. Right. So, yeah, that that's Uncharted Four. <laughs> I have never, I have never felt maybe in one, but I've never felt. The controls of a game get in my way more than Uncharted's combat in Uncharted 4. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I ran for cover and then ended up on cover on the side of a wall mm-hmm. being shot at from the guys I was trying to get from cover on the opposite side. It happened all the time to me. Mm. And it was so frustrating. I found the cover mechanics in this game so slippery yeah. that I would constantly die. Yep. And it was really frustrating. It was very difficult to, um, they really put uh, much more of a focus on the stealth aspect of totally. taking people out in this game too. Especially playing hard. We both played hard, which we've never done on Uncharted before. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was exceptionally difficult to take out any more than five people without getting noticed. Yeah. And so almost every single battle became, okay... I guess I'll just see between one and five guys if I can take them. And then 30 guys. I'm going to have a gunfight with show 30 up. guys anyways. Up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just like, so by the end of the game, you just basically like check your ammo before you, and then just like go in and throw grenades and just start the fight. Cause it was just like, I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah. And I, I mean the stealth stuff, there was some areas where I just got, I just didn't even kill. I, did you ever go through without killing anyone? No, I didn't. I didn't yeah. really know. You I could just do that. yeah. There's uh, this is the this is where their open pathway design is really good. You could actually just avoid everyone and move on to the next area, which gotcha. I did 
once. It's really hard to do on hard. Hmm. Um, but I almost did it in a couple areas. I got so close in so many areas. And that was fun. And I really liked that. I really liked the stealth. I did like that. Mm-hmm. And I also enjoyed, even though uh, conceptually, that they really wanted you to move around in this game. Yeah, they did. So many grenades are thrown at you. Like, they really wanted you to move around, and they wanted you to use the rope, which was really fun. Yep. Because uh, you could use it to swing like Tarzan. Yep. And they really wanted you to climb and, and hide and, and use cover. But the problem was the tools that they gave you to actually do all that stuff were incredibly sl- like slippery. Yeah, you want to know what else they really wanted you to do in this game? What? Constantly choose which of the 30 guns you wanted to pick up and fire. Right? <laughs> like, what the fuck was and that all about? you're not really sure which one is which actually good. Which one's What does yeah. which one do? I mean... I- Everyone can figure out the shotgun in the RPG. Right. And so every once in a while, I you know expect if I see something called an AK-47, I even know what that I one is. I mostly played with the AK-47. I know what that one is. Because of familiarity. Right. It's like the NIMBY of gun games. I just like, oh, whoa, I don't know that gun. I'm just going to stick with the AK-47. Yeah. And yeah. then you'd like see a gun on the ground and be like, that looks like a pistol. I think I'll pick that up. And you'd pick it up and it'd be like a one shot. Yeah. It has gun, two and bullets. Like, and you're like, this is totally useless to me because 20 guys are going to yeah. appear out of nowhere. <laughs> like I'm never going to use it. Yeah. I mean, but there were some really good fights. The bridge battle sticks uh, in my mind. Which bridge battle? When there was the drawbridge you were trying to bring oh, down. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was great. Like, uh, uh, I really liked most of the cliff stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, those were really fun. Those were really hard. Um, one of my other spectacular, more f- my, my favorite events, which really isn't a battle like that. Um, the cliff one is the one where I was able to skip all the way through. You just go around the side of the cliff, by the way. Huh, cool. Um, was the battle with the main antagonist the female antagonist. Yes. Uh, where it's, again, it's sort of playing with uncharted shorts because you're in a sort of an old building on the edge of a cliff. Uh, but you keep getting knocked out of the building mm-hmm. and you have to like grab <laughs> onto things and use your rope really quick to swim things. And it was just one of those, That's those are like the things that I love Uncharted for. But it's really interesting because Uncharted 3 had a lot of those set pieces. It felt much more hollow yeah, like, no, so, than Uncharted 2 did. Yeah, so Uncharted 2 was the one that took the promise of Uncharted 1 and and took that, you know, like, timed action sequences and just, like, turned it up a notch. And it was really, really fun. Some of the stuff, like, you know, the scripted building falling over and, like, climbing up things that fell over a cliff and yeah. all that sort of jazz. Uh, in Uncharted 3, they just, like went way too far with that so that everything just felt like all you were doing all the time was this scripted action event. I guess it always felt like you were running out of things on fire. Well, yeah, except that's, what, that's cruise, one way to put it. Yeah. Except for the cruise ship, everything was always on fire and collapsing. Yeah. So, and yeah. then your favorite, which was the desert sequence. Oh, God. Don't even remind me of that. There was something like that in this game where I thought about you and the desert sequence. However, they did it totally different because you were essentially just driving around in the forest mm-hmm. there's nothing happening it is essentially just kind of a uh uh between two places thing but the music they played and how it looked totally changed how it felt it felt gorgeous it just felt like a beautiful moment one that belongs in the last of us <laughs> <laughs> literally i drive around and it's like empty and there's the foliage is just incredible do you remember this? Yes. Mm-hmm. And the music just starts swelling. And it's this beautiful string symf- symphony <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, it just, it's like, I almost, it was almost as if giraffes were about to walk yeah, out. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And yeah. I mean, one of the big things about this game where the directors changed midstream from Amy Hennig, who's amazingly talented, and she did the first three mm-hmm. uh, conceptually and then wrote it, and then they went to The Last of Us guys. Yeah. And, and they, that's what, I mean, I think what came up for me is once I got through the first, however, five, six chapters, I don't know if I texted this to you or not, but I remember thinking, okay, I can see why whoever, you know, the, the, compete, the, the forces that were competing for the direction of this game, why it wouldn't mesh. Because this it, it didn't feel like an Uncharted game to me. It felt like this is something different. It's well, not bad, but I don't like it as an Uncharted game quite yet. And then all of a sudden, again, in the middle, sometimes it switches gears and turns kind of back into this Uncharted game, which was really enjoyable. And then at the very end, goes back to that other version where you're just like, yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't really feel the same to me. Yeah. But I tried to look up, like, the differences in the game, and they still haven't, like, talked about it. Like, no one's gone on public record about what Amy Hennig's Uncharted 4 was, because it was two years into development already when she left, which is not insignificant. And I looked on her Twitter, and she said, it's a great game. Like, there's still pieces of me in it. And from what I can suss out, the brother story was still involved, but it was actually darker than the current storyline, which played dark but wasn't really that dark yeah no not really yeah just because well i mean because drake was involved in so much of the darkness accidentally that you kind of like yeah it was just through attrition he kind of just you didn't care that much about it was mostly a game about guilt yeah i hadn't thought about it but yeah yeah because Mm -hmm. i mean once you bring catholic you know saint didymus (laughs) didymus dismus saint dismus the penitent thief oh yeah it was, it's, there's so many, Demus, I mean, Demus, there whatever. were so many blatant connections, mm-hmm. but they were really well thought out. Yeah. And that's like the thing again, it's like the last of us is the same sort of thing. It, it, it's definitely a hybrid of those two games. It, it is, it is like the combination of both. Yeah. Which I'm just going to say it, I think is bad. <laughs> yeah. I think. Are you saying The Last of Us is bad? No, no, no. Bioshock Infinite's better? No, no, no. Oh, I'm okay, saying good. that those two things on in on their own uh, found ways to be great, and I think that putting them together in this fashion weakened the Uncharted aspect. In, but so in, in unintentionally, it's weird. I don't know if it was unintentional or not. I noticed it. Yeah, but they weren't. They they definitely knew there was a distinction between The Last of Us, which is a bleak game. Yeah. Versus Uncharted, which is not a bleak game. Yeah. I. I yeah, so it's funny you bring up that one, the driving scene, because now that you say it, I do realize that it was a, definitely a slow brooding environmental part of the game. Just like the sand. But well, I'll should... tell you, I'll tell you the part of the game that actually was the most deserty to Plotting? me. Plotting? It was the last fucking thing with the, when you're Drake. The cave? When you're, no, their kid. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So spoiler alert, in the epilogue of the game, you play their daughter many years in the future. Yeah. And she wakes up and your parents are gone and she goes exploring around their entire fucking beach cabin house. Yeah. Looking for stuff. Yeah. Feeding the dog treats. Yeah. Reading, the dog was very cute. The dog was cute. Yeah. Reading notes on the fridge, flipping right. postcards over, walking yeah. outside. And it's just like, what the fuck am I doing? It was so stupid. It, and what was even funnier is they had a scene almost exactly like it five chapters before where you're the brothers wandering around an old house yes. doing the exact same thing. Yes. And but like, the it problem, took forever. The, yeah, it took forever. And the biggest problem with that scene was it was right after an incredible... I mean, yeah. But it was... It was supposed to be a break, much like the sand thing. Mm-hmm. And it ended up just being like way too long of a break. Yeah. Like you're just, there's so much stuff to go through. Like that's, that, what it felt like to me was 
you know, at the end of a really like at the end of an Avengers film. Yeah. And they, they whatever the last line is or however they set up the next one and they like say the line and then the credits roll and you're like, wow, yeah. that was fucking awesome. And then you wait to the end of the credits and there's like a 10 second thing that's like, whoop. And you're like, oh, that was awesome. Yeah. This was more like, yeah, that was awesome. And then, oh my God, are you serious? This is so stupid. Right. And they put that, that was the bookend. It was like, it's what better, are you like, doing? Better th- it's like the farm scene in Age of Ultron. The what? Do you remember? You, you only saw Age of Ultron once, right? Yes. So after Ultron beats the shit out of them, which pretty much is what happens in this game. Like when that scene happens, you've just got the crap kicked out of you. Yeah. Them. Uh, they go to the farm to discover themselves. You don't remember that? It's like 20 minutes of them talking and Captain and uh, America chopping wood with his bare hands. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Hawkeye's okay. family. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's what this is. It's the farm scene. Yeah, but so yeah, it should have been much, much faster. Like you should have gotten up. They should have done some sort of you know dialogue. I don't mind if they take a break to, to just show the brothers. I, but also it felt needless... To point out that their last name wasn't actually Drake. Yeah, it was stupid. Yeah. It was really stupid. Which is weird because we did discuss this as well written, but that particular part was not. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. It's like all of a sudden it's like, wait, you're telling me these are like the two yeah, greatest. I guess the, the third act was not really well written. World adventures of all time. Yeah. And yet they've kept that a secret from their adventuring daughter. Like what? What's the big deal? Yeah. Well, wait, you're on a different plane than I'm talking about. I'm still talking about the old lady's house. No, that was just stupid. Right. I don't know why that was there. Right. I thought the daughter thing would have been great if all of a sudden uh, zombie plant head <laughs> Drake would have come out. And then I'd have been like, holy shit. <laughs> it all ties together. This game makes perfect sense now. Yeah. They're just slowly this descending. This to the last slowly of us. Slowly <laughs> descending into the bleak world of the last of us. <laughs> this beach is infested with zombies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, man! And she moved the same. It's that's it's weirded me out because it, it was just like, wait a minute, this is like, I I hadn't noticed it. But you know what? It was we, the same thing happened when we played when I played The Last of Us, um, and you were like, this is just like Uncharted. Right. And I was like, I don't. It's just it was different. By the way, phenomenal impression of me. No, oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was it was like Uncharted. Uh, sure. It was like a well. Now I can definitely say it was like Uncharted. Yeah, that's true. You yeah, can't. yeah, it's like the first nine chapters. It's like of Naughty Dog for. wanted to vindicate me slowly over the course of time, uh, and now I'm the winner of the podcast, and we can stop finally. That's great. Yeah, I'm glad we can stop fighting at uh, least. Yeah, that's the that's the best part. Um, all right. So I don't know anything you want to recap with this. Yeah, still play Uncharted Four though because <laughs> it was still like there's still so many amazing pieces to it. It's yeah, there's so a weird. whole. If we didn't say there's what 23 chapters in this game. 22. Well, 24 including the epilogue and pl- prologue. Yeah, and so at least 50 percent of this game is uh, is super awesome. A, a very very um, excellently crafted version of all of the Uncharted games. I mean, it's got. The characters you're looking for it's and brand got, new characters that you care about that yeah you don't think i mean which usually when they introduce a brother it usually falls flat on its yeah. face but they did such a good job they did a really good job with that the humor was there um the kind act, of the action it showed amazing. up eventually in the middle is what i'm saying there's, yeah there's 10 chapters in the middle of the game um where all those pieces fit together really nicely and it really feels like a great example of the uncharted series and or then just like an amazing game period there's a really really long long ramp up to that and there's a questionable bookend, in my opinion, at the end of it. But everything in between is definitely worth playing and definitely a great 
addition to the Uncharted series, in my opinion. Yeah, but good luck fi- getting cover when yeah. you need it. Because <laughs> it's uh. tough. Man, the secret pirate village looked... Well, the both of the villages, like the 12 pirates... Yeah, looked amazing. Like super, like flooded super castles. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I love that. Yeah, it looked amazing. I just, I, I love the, the whole backstory mm-hmm. of where they were and what they were looking for. Yeah, it's great. It was so good. And then the last scene with the two of them stabbed, like killing each other. The was, pirates. It was such a nice parallel to what was going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even think about it. Until now? No, I didn't even think about it until I was sitting there and I was like, Oh, I get it. They're two partners yeah, yeah. who killed each other. Uh-huh. It's a, yeah, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. it was good. Yeah. So I don't know if we'll see another Uncharted. Maybe Baby Drake will uh, be Uncharted nope. 5. No more. They're done. Baby Drake. Also, the table with like the 11 pirates. Okay, okay. That was so good. <laughs> it looked amazing. You just walk in there and you're like, oh my God. I think that was actually my favorite uh, environmental, like, environment in the game was yeah. that room with, yeah. with the dead pirates. At it the was table. so creepy and amazing. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, they did a good job with that. So, yeah, Uncharted 4, the last Uncharted. The last of, They're un- all worth the last playing. of Uncharted. <laughs> They're all worth playing. I mean, there's I don't regret playing any of them. No. Uh, the only thing I regret about the entire Uncharted series is the fucking desert scene in Uncharted 3. Right, that's, that's one terrible. chapter, too. That is literally the <laughs> worst thing That's one chapter. Okay. Well, with that, we'll, uh, we'll call an end to this podcast. Uh, this has been the Chips and Bits podcast for, Woo. I don't remember what month it is, but we're talk- we were talking about Uncharted 4 next month. We will be talking about, I don't remember uh, the name of that Deus Ex. Deus Ex, Mankind Divided. Okay, Mankind Divided. Uh, MD. We'll see. If Matt beats it, we should have an image that just shows a random game. I'll beat it. Uh, And you should support us on Patreon. And if you've gotten to this far in the podcast, can you review us on iTunes? We would really love it. That would be so cool. Yeah, especially if you've gotten this this far. Uh, If you want to leave a really negative review, we love those too. We think they're amazing. Thanks for the free marketing. We we like that stuff. Yeah. So uh, please uh, send us money for no reason uh, on Patreon. Patreon? Patreon. I feel like Patreon because it feels patronizing. Wait, one quick thing before we go. And iTunes. I forgot that this is a special podcast. Why? Because we just passed 500 subscribers. We did? Yes. Oh, wow. There are 500 troubled souls that listen Thank to this you. podcast. Thank you, Brazilian porn spammers. Uh, we don't know what's wrong with you, but we really appreciate <laughs> the support. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nigerian friends. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I've been your host this month, Matthew Anderson, across from me. Kenny Myers. And we will see you again next month. We will. Bye-bye. And then that's it. And then we're done with you. And then, no, no, no. Then we're taking a break. Until February. Then we're taking a break. Until we get down to a nice 400 (laughs) subscribers. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. See you next month. (laughs)